Their tea is so good here, bro. It is. I I definitely enjoy it. I can't wait till the 15th of June when all this all these restrictions get lifted up. Oh man. It's gonna be time. It'll be fun. Right in queue for summer. Oh, it's on. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, prime rib. And I'm just going with the salad. Oh, he was waiting here this whole time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another great episode of Come Sit With Us. This is April so-and-so yeah. with episode 29, The Fools of April. I'm Mark Flores. And I'm Isaiah Martinez. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a It's been a long time, but... Granted, it's just been one of those months where it's been super busy on both of our ends, but we did and we're able to get together to provide you guys with another fantastic episode per usual. Almost on a consistent basis do we provide you a fantastic show. I can vouch for it. (laughs) I don't need your validation on that. I know what I put forth on these shows every day. Tell them. Patches and Pins Expo. I had one recently, not too long ago, um, a couple weeks ago, over off of PCH. Kind of had a... Every time I do a new venue with uh, my pin venture, like with the new setup and everything, or new venue, I kind of get a little iffy about it because it's like, how early do I get there? Is it first come, first serve? Like all these ridiculous questions come through my mind and I get real anxious. If it's a usual spot that I'm used to, I'm fine doing it. But this is a new venue, yada, yada. And with it being off of PCH, I think you're on the same mental plane as me. But what do you think about trying to find... What's the main issue that you try to find off of PCH? Mm -hmm. Try to find parking. Mm. You know? Like, I I don't know where this place is at. When I see PCH, I'm I'm figuring, like... As soon as I pull over, I'm going to, like, say what's up to one of the Beach Boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you've been pretty good at finding parking. I mean, from the times, like, we've, uh, like, I went with you one time to do something, and you kind of just kind of found parking. Uh, oh, I guess mines. Yeah, you know, I, I parking, feel like I for me, uh, you know, I. <laughs> I even saved you a spot. I was just like, yo, come through right here. I yo, got a yeah, spot for yeah, you. Yeah, that's for sure happened. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I there do. was a time where I was going to, um, I was going to Newport beach on a time when it was like super busy, like, and the, just, just going to the parking lot, it was like a line. Um, and I was like basically stuck in traffic in the parking lot, you know, which is just still stupid. Right. So I yeah. was actually getting a little irritated. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm probably not even going to get a parking. That's like what's even worse. Yeah. And I'm missing the beach because I was trying to like go late. And so the sun was going down. So I was trying to get a parking before the sun went down. So I'm racing time now and I'm stuck in traffic and I'm in a feeling? parking lot and I don't even know if I'm going to get a freaking parking. So anyways, like yeah, it was one of those situations where I was kind of right in front of the parking spot that somebody was pulling out of, but I was just a little too far up a little bit. So I was, my challenge was, okay, can I back up? Do I have enough space to back up? Cause yeah. somebody's behind me. So I backed up and the other person I could see in my rearview window or my rearview mirror, they were just like shaking their head. Like, what the hell? Like what's going on here? And I'm like trying to back up a little bit just to give this car a little space. Right. And so they finally back out. Like, I mean, they had a swerve out too. And I was like, like, hell yeah. Like I got a spot. (laughs) Right. 
So I pulled in and I was just like, yeah, but you know, most of the time though, I'm able to kind of wing it and like either find uh, a parking, I could park on the side or kind of in the cut, you know, or something like that. But I, I totally get it though. When you're going into an unknown place, like, right. you know, you don't really know how to gauge that and you got to like go earlier, anticipate the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So the time I thought that they were going to start the event curator called an audible and started the event a couple hours early. Oh, wow. So me being, how much advance did they give you on that? He never does. No. He, okay. As much as <laughs> I, I can't really complain because yeah. the fact is, is that I leave usually with um, great sales. Yeah. So I'm, you know, wherever I can park at, my product's yeah. going to handle its own, but I just got to get there. Yeah. I just I was like, that, they, the two hours that I had to like chill and like actually get this show on the road, I actually had like 45 minutes to 30 minutes yeah. to set up. Yeah. Yeah, I love the fact that you have an e-commerce, but you also like show up, you know, and do like pop-ups. But like, you can do pop-up spots, or you can do whatever. Yeah. But it's pretty cool that you're 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 um, you're 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 physically there and present, you know, where people can, if they follow you guys, Face they can actually name. they can actually go, yeah, and, and see you, and uh, so that's dope. You you promote it well too. You promote it really well on Instagram. People know that's your thing. They know that's what you do. Um, yeah, I think you and Nick got a good thing going for sure. Yeah. And that good, that's a great partnership, you know, and the way yeah. that happened was very organic and <sighs> it was, yeah, it was, I, it was dope. the, the notorious pin, you can find the notorious pin on uh, Instagram at L notorious pin and on TikTok at L notorious pin or, uh, hit up our website at the notorious pin.com for all your pin and apparel needs. We've definitely come a long way. I think we recently hit our. Oh, that was like last year. Never mind. It's like some anniversary. I forget. I don't, guys aren't good with dates, man. I, I don't know, you know, but we're not good with those. Yeah. Um, so just generally, yeah, we're not. So I get there and I set up and like the way the, the way the venue's at, I'm like at the tail end of it. Okay. So usually what I get, I get really worried because it's like the trail. I just, I just see a pile of money that people have and it just trickles down. And then, yeah. and then I just get the Reaganomics at the bottom right? <laughs> with yeah. like very few people seeing my pins and then going out. But the, I used to worry about that back in the day a lot, but it's like, no, you know what? People are very selective when it comes to product anyway. No, they are, you know, and people don't, I don't think well, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel like for me, when I go into a place that I know I'm going to spend money, I, I do try to hold out on it and I don't like to spend it right away as soon as the first thing I see. So I like to like go deep into seeing what's out there first kind of right so hopefully more people are like that but i don't know the um the other thing that i had that wasn't um usually a consistent thing with uh or usually a thing at all actually um i was able to put out my sports cards just oh, put out all different. the sports yeah. cards and bro they were flying were they really yeah well, yes cards they were flying are like crazy right now just, just all general. the hype beasts all the hype yeah. beasts for all like these latest trends are always at these events because yeah. they sell vintage clothes now at the event they exactly. sell vintage they sell like old kicks look at look at target bro target sells vinyl now and sells like old school toys like uh he-man like how yeah. does that make sense right now like <laughs> he-man so it's definitely a thing right now with nostalgia. So I think you're hitting it right on the money, bro. So I was selling all these, all these cards at 
pick any three cards, they're 10 bucks. A good deal, yeah, a, a markup on my end, a deal to whoever who wants to pick up whatever sure. cards. Because these are exactly what people are looking for. People like people look for these uh, these um, you know stacks that are like in your you got them from your uncle, you got them from like people look for that in garage sales, and you bring yeah. it right to them like here in this market. So so some guy is looking through the cards, right? And he's he's picking up a a, a very healthy stack. Okay. And I'm still working with other customers. He still have it has a stack there. And I'm just wondering, like, okay, when's this guy going to pull the trigger? Because he hasn't picked up any more cards. Uh-huh. So he's all like, hey, bro, uh, all right, here, what's the total on these three? So he had, he had three to six, nine. He already had, he already had seven cards. Ooh, so he had seven he cards, which is going to equal up to $23. Uh-huh. And I was, he was like, I was wondering if you could do um, 15 for all these. He wanted me to do $15 for all the cards that I brought. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You're not going to make money that way. And this guy had the nerve to tell me, he's all like, Hey man, like I'm, when I'm buying them, dude, I'm taking a loss cause I got to go out and get them graded. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm taking a loss. Like, (laughs) But the, okay, but like, how much money are you gonna make once you grade them? Okay, so you're gonna grade them, and you're gonna make like four or five times more. The funny thing is, is that these cards aren't even grade worthy, dude. I am literally, I went through these cards, and so he doesn't even know that yet. <laughs> you know that, yeah. yeah. So I even told the guy, I was like, bro, like that's not my problem. I literally told him, I was like, that's not my problem. Like I'm gonna charge you twenty three dollars. I have it at ten. I have it at three for ten. Mm-hmm. You have seven cars. It's twenty three dollars. He must have some sales experience to say that. And though, I'm all like, like, like he had. The, yeah. I'm taking a loss. Oh, okay. Oh, well, my bad. Sorry for being the salesperson to give you these cards. You know. <laughs> so I had to deal with that, and it was just. So how did that work out? Did you oh just, he did he not he, buy them or did no, he, buy he was them trying still? to come up? It was crazy. It was um. It was one of those things, you know. But then again, I'd be the same person to like haggle. But I'm not like I'm. I'm very, I'm a very generous hagger, uh, haggler, but the thing is, is that I don't get, I don't get really low like that. Yeah. When you say like, I'm taking a loss, like, come on, bro. Like, give me a break. At the 23. And if, and if I sized up the cards and I saw that he didn't have like all like, like Griffey's and Jordan's or whatever, I would have been like, okay, I would have bit the bullet on one of the cards and made it 20. Mm Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. Yeah, but no, this guy wanted said, to like, do. Hey, can we do all this for seventeen? Like, two, wanted to do two bucks a card, man. Yeah. It's like, at that point, it's like, might as well just give you the whole stack for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to deal with that. But other than the, other than that, the oh, the sports pins and all the all the product was flying, bro. We had a recent drops with our new pins, mm-hmm. and then I still have all the sports pins that I have in big supplies, so it was it was cool. Also, was right cool now is a good time, too, because, you know, people are getting the tax returns, the stimulus. Yeah, people, this was fresh off the of, stimulus, kind too. Kind of, like, decline, and decline as far as, like, our shutdowns and stuff, so it's, like, a ripe time. And the nostalgia thing, Yeah, it's, like, all the planets are aligning right here for this, like, to, it to was be a, a It was life. a very healthy event, because I did it Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And I'd say the best investment that I've done so far for the business yeah. is that I've never really had any source of like good lighting, mm-hmm. but now I just bought a Milwaukee light tower. Yeah. So what it is, is just picture it taking the space of like the size of a, the size of a, like a man hug. So like the radius of a hug like a this, <laughs> you know, 
Like your arms wrapped around just like this. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to hug somebody and then wrapped yeah. around from from uh, from fingertip to fingertip. If people can measure that on this podcast, <laughs> just a very small space is what I'm trying to say. And when it folds out, it folds out that large, uh-huh. but then it extends out seven feet and it lights up my whole booth. It's there's no like complicated lighting. It's just one big drop. Well, it's just one big drop light. That's nice. Yeah. That's battery pack powered, and I have two battery packs, and it lasts me the whole like usually the whole event. As soon as it hits uh, as soon as it hits dark, yeah, lasts me the whole event. Bright lighting, small space, not doesn't occupy anything. Nice. Doesn't run off gas generators. Yeah, it's really good. It's been a good investment. It's been a good investment to light up your own display. It's made by Tesla, did you say? Or no, it? Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. So yeah, I did that. Um, and then right around that time too, um, we had an unfortunate passing in the world of boxing. Uh, Marvin Hagler passed I'm sorry away. That I don't. Yeah. I'm not very familiar with a whole lot of boxers, so it's yeah. it's on me for not yeah. knowing. But so, sure. so Sugar Ray Leonard, as you know, mm-hmm. actually f- Marvin Hagler's last fight was against Sugar Ray Leonard at Caesars Palace. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah. long story short, Sugar Ray Leonard retired a couple of times before the lead up to this fight. And for about three or four years, this was like the lead up of like, hey, when are you going to fight Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray, when are you going to fight Marvin Hagler? Because Sugar Ray was going to move up in weight. Marvin Hagler's yeah. the undisputed middleweight champ. It's like one of those things like uh, Pacquiao versus uh, Mayweather. Mayweather, right? Yeah. Like, so like, th- this was marinating uh, around about that length of time, like four or five years. So they have the fight. And the fight has always been one of those things where it could have went either way. A lot of people think Hagler won it. A lot of people think uh, Sugar Ray won it. Ultimately, Sugar Ray did get the decision. Marvin Hagler was so upset, he never he never boxed after that. But he walked away with a very extremely, extremely great record and is established as probably one of the top five middleweights of all time. I can't even be mad losing to Sugar Ray. Like, you know, it's like almost hard but to be mad. This is Sugar Ray that. after he retired. Like, this was his first fight in a bunch of years, in, bu- in, like in a few years. So you get Sugar Ray fresh off of retirement. Sure. You're supposed to win this sure. because you're the most dominating middleweight of all time. He's moving up that to your weight class. That is actually then. Yeah, you're right. So he passed away, unfortunately. Um, and so man, what, what was, did he pass away from? Do you know? I don't. So just from, regular from what I've, the last time I was really attached to this story, it was just some, some complications due to some possible covid exposure or something oh. along those lines so it's unfortunate that we have to deal with that because you know how many people could have been saved without this this unfortunate uh pandemic you know it's just crazy dude the so numbers is crazy uh, it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like dang man like he was taken away too soon i believe he was 59 years old he's mm. 59 same same age as uh yeah, I think he was the same age as Sugar Ray. I think both of them are the same age. But anyway, yeah, he, he passed away on that end. And, man, he was looking back at his fight like a, if you were ever going to watch any um, uh, Marvin Hagler fights, you go watch him against um, the uh, John the Beast Mugabe. Yeah, and him against the just watch the Sugar Ray fight. Just you one time, just watch me, the Sugar Ray fight. I think you fight. showed me uh, the Hagler versus Sugar Ray, or what was it? 
You show me a you, fight. I, you show me I showed a you a fight. I think I showed you Leonard, uh, Leonard and ah oh, dang homeboy. You didn't show me Hagler though. I thought maybe you might I don't have think shown I, me. Oh, right. Hagler Hearns. Okay, I showed you Hagler Hearns, Hearns when yeah, they were just throwing one. bombs at each other. Yeah, yeah, him and yeah. Tommy Hearns. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was different. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, Hagler Hearns. The first rounds of the first round of Hagler Hearns is just two dudes throwing bombs at each other. Yeah. With Tommy Hearns with one of guys from Detroit. Yeah. The guy's called the Motor City Cobra. Mm. Dog. You can't tell me that's like one of the dopest nicknames of all time. It goes no, up there sure with uh, Andre Bad Moon Ryzen. The guy's name is Andre mm. Ryzen. R-I-S-O-N. But that's his sick. nickname's Bad Moon. That's sick. The, um, Did you hear about Tyson? How there was like some scandal where he, the, his last fight, where he like stuffed his gloves or something with something. With Mike Tyson? Dude? No, no, not Mike Tyson. Uh, the other, the other Tyson. Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury, yeah. Oh, there's actually allegate like there was like a yeah. The last I read about him, there was like some allegation where he like he stuffed his gloves with some I don't know what it was probably but it was some something pl- like the same kind of plaster Antonio Margarito used something similar to that yeah like on that last fight so that kind of sucks makes though, like, sense it, it, it does but it, it sucks that that's you know that's come Man, to light because you try to wanted- you try to like give. You know, credit to somebody you think is really trained up for it. So it kind of sucks. Bef- before we trail off, uh, again, condolences to Marvin Hagler. Oh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite fighters to watch from the from the uh, the good old days of 80s boxing. Um, back to what you're saying. So Tyson Fury may have loaded his gloves. I don't know. Yeah, that was the like, last, see, the last that, I read that. that. I don't know if it's been like a pressing issue because not not saying that I'm not I don't have my ear to the ground, but it didn't come around my way. Right, right. It was a small story, smaller story. I just wanted Deontay Wilder to obliterate that dude. Yeah. Like in comparison, like Deontay Wilder looks like he just he, could mow over Tyson. It Fury. would have been so great for the story arc because of the first fight, right? Yeah, and it, it was oh kind of like a, it was like that, a, it was left fight unfinished. Was nuts. Yeah, it was still left unfinished because there was a lot of fight in Wilder. And it just kind of didn't seem right. So it was, there was so much more to it. Dude. So Wilder missed an opportunity there. But if this is true with Tyson Fury, then that does suck. Cause then it's like, well, oh, that yeah. was unfair now. I, I but can't I just, wait. I think the sport of boxing is remarkable though. Cause it, it is a personal testament to like your own like discipline, you know, and your, your fight, you know, your, your, uh, your, your tenacity to like, and it's one-on-one, so it's like, oh yeah, you know, it's a different type of sport other than any, every other sport involves team, like you need a team. It's more than the physical, too. Yeah, and it's more than physical, too. It's, it's a very mental, it's like a chess match, you know. Um, Sugar Ray calls it the uh, sweet science, I think, right? Is that the term he well, uses? In, in boxing in general, it's called the sweet science, but still. Yeah. Fighters like Sugar Ray, fighters like the, that understanding the fighters that sport. you will remember through the course of time. You know what I mean? Those are going to be those guys that is like, you know, it's not like the flash in the pan fighters of the times. Like, yeah, we'll remember Miguel Cotto. We'll remember um, Juan Manuel Marquez. But we'll really remember Pacquiao, Mayweather, Shane Mosley, Delahoya. Like those tier of guys because those tiers of guys made this fight game look easy. They made fighting men look easy Mm -hmm. in the ring. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just. It's, and it's one of those things to marvel at because it's it's still like you keep the calm. Fighting another man, you know, you, yeah. when when the Dukes go up, everything tightens up. Yeah, they're able to take that same feeling and just harness it to their 
own unique ability to be like, rack your nerves up. You've been here before. Now, duck and move. Watch mm-hmm. out. Don't move your head too fast. You know, like the 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 strategy comes in in a in a fight. That yes, is amazing, bro. Dude. That is amazing, dude. Uh, and I love hearing Mike Tyson talk about it. like you know he's read the art of war. He's like he studied uh, oh my all these ancient like fighters from history and stuff. It's like. Dude, you don't even have to do that. Like, it's not even, but he, I love the passion that he has, not just to be student of uh, the game, boxer. He's like, this is like, he's almost like a god of war, almost in a sense, yeah. you know? So that, I think that is dope. But it's also funny, too, because we were playing, uh, I'm sorry to kind of segue into this early, but we were playing Super Nintendo not too long ago and we were playing Street Fighter and we, me and Mark were laughing because <laughs> here we have like all these ancient fighters, like, we're playing, um, Killer Instinct, Street Fighter, and we have in Killer Instinct you have like Thunder, you have Cinder, you have like all these like crazy fighters that have all these Saber Wolf, you have a dinosaur named Riptor, Raptor. (laughs) But then out of all that, you have the boxer, just a standard boxer with standard (laughs) gloves. Yeah, and he's just doing the standard like you know the the combo one two combos, and he's just right there with gloves. And we were just laughing at that because like here that's all he knows. Yeah, it's just a regular boxer. You have like these dudes that are trained in the art of ninjutsu. You have this like full on android named Fulgore ready to just sock some dude out with metal. This guy just boxing gloves, just ready. (laughs) Just an American boxer, ready to go twelve rounds with a ninja. It was just the funniest shit because it's like. You know, that's, that's, I think in some sense it's funny, but in some sense it's kind of true too. Cause it's like, you know, a boxer, you know, great boxers, like the, the, the names you just mentioned are really, uh, you know, I think overlooked sometimes or maybe not, but maybe they're really appreciated, but I think they should be appreciated because there's a lot more that discipline that goes into before the actual fight night. Right. There's. Right there's years of training or sometimes it's shorter amounts, but they're very disciplined and they're preparing for one fight in the limelight. Um, and especially, about that. especially that one. F- well, especially when it comes to, to mega fights yeah. or to the bi- like big rematches in general. Yeah. Each one, you know, the average training session lasts four to six weeks. Right. There's the the ancient rules and the rules that usually get kept consistent mm. are there's no there's no sex no alcohol oh yeah no, no you know like if you're, if yeah, they smoke like, or funny. or do drugs no drugs yeah. like they have to be really clean during this time but then most fighters just turn it on like a light switch and don't do it they'll abstain from sex they'll you know stop having their drinks funny that you mention Mike Tyson because mm. the fighters that we've mentioned as a whole right now. Um, Mike Tyson actually did a, a hot boxing episode with Sugar Ray. Great guest by himself in that Super episode. Super dope episode. Yeah. Tommy Hearns and and uh, yeah. Shane Mosley all collectively together oh, is what I mean. Shane Mosley, I didn't see either. So not to not to um, burst your bubble, they may talk about it on the episode if you get to it. But yeah. Tommy Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard um, actually fought in the eighties because uh, Tommy Hearns is a welterweight. And Sugar Ray, as you know, is a welterweight as well. Yeah. So nonchalantly, like Tyson just secured three of the, like the top ten heavyweights. Yeah. Uh, on one show. That's crazy. And it's just huh? so cool to see. It's just so cool to hear. I could just imagine how, well, how great had, the uh, Bruce Buffer, episode uh, went. Buffer on his uh, show too. Like, oh, just like that episode a, is such hilarious. Such a good interview dude. with this guy is like. Crazy. Oh my god, Mike! You're just too amazing, man. Yeah, and then I at any minute Michael he could Buffer, flip the dude. switch and like 
ladies and gentlemen, like it's just crazy. It's nuts. I could do that. I had the privilege to call Mike's fights. It's like, dude, it's like Michael Buffer is able to. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Um, one of one of the things that I actually was able to come up on recently was um, I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories, and for those that are uh, so inclined, at Mark's Modern Life on Instagram, and then uh, at Isaiah's Instagram at uh, I Z A Y U H H underscore yeah that's right. two underscores no just one just one yeah on instagram so on mine my homie uh my homie andy actually gave me the connect to uh where they had boxing t-shirts for sale for a dollar whoa dude i copped two um roy jones versus bernard hopkins t- uh, t-shirts yeah yeah one mayweather uh actually a couple of the mayweather uh Victor Ortiz, remember Victor Ortiz, the little yeah, Mexican yeah. cat that the yeah. people were like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna right. get him." Yeah, it's when that's when Floyd, as soon as they broke, he just clocked him, and that was it. After he like fooled him with like, "Oh, let's hug real quick," and clocked him, that was the best. <laughs> let's hug real quick. You remember that? You know what I'm talking that. about, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's funny. Um, got him for the <laughs> okie doke. That's dude. what everybody has said. You know, everyone you thought he was cheating, but it's like Cortez. Cortez called time in. Yeah. You anyway. got to protect yourself at all times. That's what we got out of that. You got to protect the, yourself um, at all times. But people didn't like people didn't like Mayweather because of that. Because they felt that he, was He's shady. always been booked as a heel. Yeah, but that's he where has. he makes his most money. Like, when, when are we ever going to see, like, a nice, like, baby face? People wouldn't like, believe Like, baby it. face Floyd, no yeah. one's going to buy it. Nobody's and gonna buy no it. one's going to book it because it's not going to make money. Right. He has to be kind of yeah. a bad guy. He'd have to be the heel. Yeah. So, I got, I got a bunch of those. I got a bunch of those. That's sick. And um, I don't know what it was, but I guess like Golden Boy was probably pushing back, pushing a bunch of the merch out. So I wanted to grab and I didn't see it. Still, everything was a buck, but they had the Mayweather McGregor shirts, but they didn't. They only had them in medium. They had a bunch of them in medium, bro. And I just was like, I want to wear one. If there's one in large, I wasn't going to buy a bunch and like have at it. But I was able to get mines with the Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins uh, one the second fight in the rematch. But this one was very special to me because that was the first boxing match that I was able to attend in live, in a, live in effect. The McGregor? Maybe no, 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 no. The Bernard Hopkins, Roy oh. Jones two fight. Damn. So you were there. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But I want to say like, I think one of the most, one of the biggest privileges that you'll ever get if you like really are into boxing is being able to be in attendance while Michael Buffer tells people, let's get ready to rumble. Really? Like, can you, I mean, it's just, am- yeah, true. Ladies and gentlemen, for right. the thousands of attendants and the millions <laughs> watching around the world, that fool is so dope let's that. get ready to rumble. It's so like, crazy, dude, yeah. it was amazing yeah. just to be there in person. Like I'm going to hear this. Michael Buffer's calling this right now. Yeah. That's crazy. so yeah. Uh, that was so th- that shirt was really sentimental to me and I was able to get it at a good deal at a buck. So I found a couple other shirts that I could probably flip for a little bit, but I got to let those marinate a little bit because like I have older boxing shirts like Tyson yeah. Holyfield's and all that, but dude, those are going for crazy money right now. And I think if the thing is about those kind of shirts, I like it because you can use them to like work out or you can take them out like and have the shirt for casual yeah, wear. Yeah, because they, they wear out, but they still stick yeah, on. Like, right. Like, just so imagine working, just imagine like hitting the bench and then like you <clears throat> go up and like you right. see that, oh, dang, he has a Tyson Holyfield shirt. Right. You could like wash the car with that kind of shirt. You can like just step out to go grab something to eat with that kind of shirt. Like, yeah. It's like one of those kind of kind of things. 
you just kind of throw on. It's like, it's good for almost any purpose. Yeah. So I was able to get a couple of those. For a dollar too. Yeah, dude. dude. Shirts go for like, what, 15, 25 bucks? Like 15 dude, if you're lucky. And these, these were Golden Boy tees, like with the tags on them and everything. So it was crazy. I don't know yeah. what ended up happening. Like pick and save came yeah. up. I was surprised there was a pick and save. <laughs> I was surprised there was a pick and save around. Yeah. Yeah. Pick and save. Huh? Sheesh. I didn't even know those things were around. Yeah. Cause isn't it right now? It's like the ones that's similar to pick and save is like uh big, big lots, lots, right? Yeah. I, big I, lots. Never, I haven't seen a pick and save. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. It was is insane. It I online? thought he was stripping. I thought he was, I thought he was yanking my chain. How'd you get it online though? Or did you go no, to no, like a he, store? He, he, I texted him. I was like, bro, where'd you get these? Like where? Yeah. Like I, right. I was literally driving from, from work to pick and save hmm. straight off because I had to look, dude, I was there for an pick hour and a half. Is this like the last pick and save in California? I don't know what it was, <laughs> man. It's probably the only one with all those shirts, but dude, I was digging for an hour and a half. Time flew by so crazy. Cause I was, is this like it was a, a big, big pallet. I'm trying to picture where you're at. Is this a it's, warehouse? It was like a hole in the wall store of a, a small, very store. small pick and save. Like kind small of the same, kind of like there's this, never been a small pick and save oh, though. So kind of like the same size as like a very small five below. What the heck? That's so trippy. you never been to a five below? No, I've been to a five below, but I've never seen a pick and save the size of a five below. Yeah. So I, hey, so I, well, let's what, just let's just was like, let's just acknowledge the fact <laughs> that there's still a this, pick and save there. It doesn't matter the size. Like I just I'm so in disbelief. Like I can't even believe a pick and save hey, is still. Just believe that the pick and save's there. The size doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> it's like saying you went to Blockbuster to like pick up a like I only <laughs> know there's one Blockbuster in America. It's like saying that though. It's like saying you went to the last Sears or something. Like you know, is this like the last pick and save? Like how many more pick and saves did they got in America? Like is it still ready? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask, dude. I, <laughs> I, I was there for one reason. And you're not and supposed one to reason ask. Only. Yeah. When you got the connect, you're not supposed to ask. That's a, that's the thing. So yeah, it's just so funny to me that you went to this small ass pick and save in the middle of nowhere and got these dollar shirts. Like something doesn't dude. something doesn't add up. It was sick. And then one to top it <laughs> off too, I got, um, I guess, uh, I guess they were flipping to a bunch of the, um, I got, uh, the money team shirts, one of the money team shirts. Damn. So yeah. So got I got one of those for a buck. Wow. So I guess money's the doing irony. good over there. <laughs> the irony of the money team. You got it for a buck. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of come sit with us. Um, once again, come sit with us. It's just an, just a podcast with two buds. Just you're downplaying it, man. It's a very high intense, politically like, charged, politically charged, well-researched podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is sometimes I'll give it that, but this is a type of podcast where with my various experiences and stories to tell, um, and my podcast experience. And for those who don't think I do, you can eat we'll a dick. Um, I've been doing this for quite a while, not to brag. Did you say Ida? Yeah. Wow. There's some people that try to downplay your boy. You know what? It's like, dude, I've been doing this, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for a while, you know, and I, and I, and I, I'm a student of the game in the podcast thing, you know, like I listen. I mean, I know that. Kellerman, Greenberg. Of course. Max Keller, huh? You know, my, I listen to Mike Greenberg because he's really organized with this podcast. Mike Greenberg, I'm not, I'm not really familiar with him. Oh, Mike, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Mike Greenberg. Um, those guys, solid, yeah, solid guys, yeah. And, but with that being said, it's like there, there's people trying to downplay your boy. Really? No, there's always, they're always out there. Really? It's like it's like the X Files, you know. The, the truth <laughs> is always out there, bro. 
But, so how do they downplay you? Are they DMing you? Like, oh, I think your shit is trash, or what are they? Oh, no, they, they that's the funny thing. They, yeah. they, there's always people around, but they never yeah. tell you those things. Okay. You know, they the ones, no, to this day, Yeah. no one has boldly went. It's like a backhanded kind of compliment, like a backhanded kind of. When it's, when it's a backhanded compliment, yeah. they want the backhand to hit first. Yeah. Remember that. Right. I always remember that. Thanks for that tip. So, um, speaking of that, speaking <laughs> of the Super Nintendo that you brought the other oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks for the tip, by the way, Mark, because if, if I hadn't been in, uh, a close friend of yours, I would have not known to get an EverDrive either. So, I probably would have barely started to collect, you know, Yeah, you would have probably went about like $200, $300 deep, and mm-hmm. that, that's not the flavor with these games right now. Mm-hmm. Because they're not right now, they're selling for the highest they can go for. I think yes, right now they at are. this moment. Yeah, so considering inflation and all that, like, right. dude, right. I went through one of my Facebook flashbacks and I just went through my first. I just saw my first like one of my really good video game scores. Yeah, twenty thirteen. That's crazy. Twenty thirteen is when I started that so whole you craze, were, you and I'm were just like on track, dude. You were on track on that. It was you nuts. cashed in a little earlier than it was hot, but yeah, but you cashed in nonetheless. The um. Going back, going back yeah. originally to, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to come sit with us each and every time. The stats still show that this is a very consistently uh, listened to show. And in all honesty, this show is nothing without you guys tuning in. You know, it's like, it's like the tree that falls in the forest. It, this, like that, this needs someone or a lot of people to listen in on. In on. Otherwise, it, you know. There is no sound. I'm glad that on Come Sit With Us, you're able to come sit with us. Yes, um, exactly. It's truly a privilege. And, you know, this is a podcast for the people that just want to relax, let your hair down, and just maybe crack open a drink and just listen to us. You know, that have, have a drink with us sometimes. You know, one my true goal with come sit with us is i want to be able to persuade union on yale at claremont in claremont to give us a little bit of the corner of the of, of the a <laughs> little bit of corner space? like just the two the two two seats and then just the recording equipment Dang. and then i'm like just give us a couple of dirty rogers we'll do a show with the advertisement we do for union on yale people would show like up they could they could go with something like that yeah. You know, if we have the right following and if I take, if I get the happy there, hour special on the, on the dirty Rogers, right. I'll be having, I'll, I'll call them over all night. And how dope would that be for a restaurant to, to do that? You know, that, yeah. that'd be pretty dope of a restaurant to like give some exposure to two guys who are just having a casual drink, you know, on come sit with us, yeah. wanting you to come sit with us on you. And, and, and people are going to be passing by like, Hey, what are those guys doing? Right. And they come in and you know, they, they end up having a drink. Yeah. Like who are those two cool guys over there like, talking <laughs> on the mic? It's already established that we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> who are those really cool guys? Can we sit with them? Well, ironically, this, yeah, the show's called come sit with us. Have a seat with them. Oh, I'm sorry. Party. Uh, we're, we're full right now. The wait's going to be two hours, <laughs> two hours to come sit with them. Forget that. Oh, you hear in the background. Um, but yeah, uh, the listening audience, thank you once again, because it's, um, really motivating to do shows like this and, and just, it's very, very flattering that you guys definitely do understand the intense schedules that Isaiah and myself do, do occupy. But, um, 
we do our best to find windows of time to actually provide you for an episode or two during these months, especially when we got to do what we got to do, man. I got shows are coming back up and, and I'm still transferring and doing stuff at my job. And it's Mm -hmm. like, and headache trying, and a half sometimes trying but to go for a promotion so i'm trying to do i know man my stuff yeah okay, get your outlook still up doing our own thing yeah so like isaiah mentioned earlier on uh in the first segment isaiah actually ended up bringing over his super nintendo for us to enjoy and man it takes me back every time firing up that super nintendo you know what's so, unique about this is that we've never played super nintendo like you know, um, we never played. I don't think yeah. we've ever played together. Yeah, like we Super haven't Nintendo. played like Contra. We haven't even like done that. Just PlayStation yet. Three, yeah, I stuff think, like that. We right, have, yeah, but we, have, we battle on like you know whatever online we have NBA as well, or whatever. Or Call of but Duty, Call but of with Duty. Super Nintendo, we haven't. No, and we, haven't. we did play a slew of games. We did. We did Contra Three: The Alien Wars, which fun was game. you know, Contra is so fun. Like even though. Sure, we got we got through like one level, I think, right? Very, or we all got the con- three, we got through three. Yes, I think level but three. All the contra, all They're the contras, super tough. Yeah. So it's still like it's fun, but also challenging in that absolutely. way. Absolutely, it's definitely tough. Um, we, yeah, we got to that level where it changed up the scene, and so you're looking at it from sky view. Uh, of your characters, you know, and so that was like oh the the overhead perspective. Yeah. Yes, yes, Mark was showing me some tricks that I didn't even realize were <laughs> available to me in that game, where like literally the character flexes two of his guns and two arms, and he's like flexing out, you know, like he's freaking Rambo. So, yeah, here. he's pointing out the two guns, and there's another trick. While he has those two guns pointed out, yeah, he. He can fire both of those guns while he's jumping. It looks so stupid. So it's like literally the most impossible thing for someone to do to fire off two guns while he's front flipping. It was just ridiculous. Like I didn't even know that was even possible in all my life. And I've all seen this game life. since I was a kid. All I've my life is with military experience. Never thought that was possible. Uh, so we played that game. Uh, what else did we go through? We played some Street Turtles Fighter. in Time. We played. Turtles oh yeah, in yeah. Time. so we did Street Fighter, uh, Street Fighter Killer Two Turbo, Instinct. which which yeah. I briefly chimed in with Isaiah. I was just yeah. like, man, this was its own separate game. It was. It was Street Fighter Two, and then, but for the Super NES, they got Turbo exclusively. Right. But it was still it was like, what's the difference between this Street Fighter and the other? Oh, this one's Turbo. Turbo. And so there's literally on the first menu screen, you can t- turn up the Turbo to like five <laughs> or six stars. And like, you know, Mark was joking, like, what's the real difference of that? And I'm just like, it's full power, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Turbo. It's already on Turbo. Like, how more Turbo can you get? <laughs> oh, man. Indicated. Indicated in the game where it's just Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah. Um. So we played a few rounds of that, and yeah, it was a nice touch. I mean, amazing. You know, it was uh, it was great to to play these characters. We still knew their moves, even though we haven't played it in who knows how long. We still knew their yeah. moves. Yeah. Right? Muscle memory's still there. Yeah. And we were just laughing at how like simple or how simplistic these moves were too. Like Honda's move is just literally his fist sticking out. He's yeah. just face like. Uh, face palming you basically and just going up and down yeah. you know so fast and it's just yeah yeah the thousand hand funny. slaps for me honda <laughs> edmund honda is uh is incredible but having those on turbo like shun lee and oh, e yeah. honda they're oh yeah they're gonna be definitely to their you, you advantage can't, it, you'd be hard pressed to stop them if you were a novice right 
And then, so after that, we actually went, and keep in mind, Isaiah actually doesn't have all these games, but he has them available on this thing called the EverDrive, Mm -hmm. which is um, basically basically this contraption that has an SD card with all the games on them available via ROM. Yeah. So he's able to upload them into the, for us on the TV and we could play them. Mm -hmm. The cool part about it too, is that we were able to, uh, he actually uploaded, uh, turtles in time. Mm -hmm. So we were playing turtles in time. So amazing. But we were just casually talking about life and stuff as we were casually beating turtles in time and we beat the game. That was like how stupid it was. Like we actually beat the game and I'm like, that's dumb. Don't ever (laughs) fire it up. Just be talking to me about casual stuff. Like at work. And then also we just beat it in turtles in time. Yeah. All you, all you hear is like, yeah, man, things are really going rude out there. I'm really (laughs) high hopes. and (laughs) Pizza time. Yeah, Yeah, no, exactly. So you hear all that. Then you just hear cowabunga. After all that, oh, Shredder, 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 watch out. Like, we would, like, the time yeah, yeah, we really yeah. shut up is right, like, oh, sh- right, Shredder, right. Shredder. <laughs> so when funny. Shredder showed up, we had to we had to really uh, tighten it up. <laughs> Turtles in Time, that game Classic right now is probably game, going for, like, $60, $75. Really? Yes. Oh, damn, dude. That game is classic, though. I mean. Our homie Jason. Yeah. yeah. Showed me uh, his stash of his. He actually oh. has six games complete in box yeah and dude he only showed me these once but dude these are mint mint so what is he doing with this he has mint complete in box turtles in time uh-huh. zelda uh okay. a link to the past let me explain for our audience really quick so jason is somebody who we work with right yeah. but from the outside it wouldn't you would not think that jason would have these games because jason is such a uh, I think like guys ahead of the curb. He's ahead of the curve for sure. He's one of those guys that just doesn't, you wouldn't think he has these games in mint condition. Yes. Like he doesn't seem like he'd be the type into like nerdy things, but he does have that side to him. Yes, he does. Which is funny. Yes. Yeah. So he has, you said, uh, he has, so he has turtles in time, mint complete in box with the plastic and everything. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. No lie. <laughs> And I told him, Jason, and this is when I was hot into buying like that in Dude, mint condition like that. I was ready to drop like three bills on all to, like to up, just like, what yeah. what he had there, right? Just because you know to to, to let those marinate for yeah. a while because you know the market, so you you know how you could flip those. But, oh man, it was it was like seeing museum like uh, like a the Mona Lisa, yeah. Seeing all those, he takes good eyes. care of his stuff, I guess. Yes, he did. <laughs> And I bet you he still does. He's I bet you yeah. those are still chilling at his you house. You know what's so funny about Jason is Jason's like he networks so much too. Like remember when we worked with them at Sprint, he would always network. He would always have these appointments set for his friends to come in and pick up iPhones. Like yeah, and all they all they do is iPhones. just politic for two hours while he made yeah. like a six hundred dollar sale. Having the greatest time, always yeah. making this big sale. Like yeah. having the greatest time. Just the meet ball. the meet the quota for the day, and it's already two <laughs> o'clock, and he still has like nine o'clock to clock out. <laughs> Just net quota. Yeah. Everything else is just extra. Hilarious, bro. So, so hilarious. So after after Turtles in Time, it was kind of around the time where where we were a little bit tired. You know, um, we cracked a few open, but then came the competitive nature of both of us, where Isaiah had NBA Jam on the Super Nintendo, and granted, I haven't played NBA Jam in a long time. But that with me, my mouth started watering. It definitely got competitive for sure. And it didn't start competitive. Like we didn't (laughs) challenge. We didn't put a bet. We didn't put money on it. We weren't trying to be competitive. 
but it definitely got competitive. It started heating point. up quick. <laughs> so I picked the Utah Jazz, which is the greatest duo of all. I consider them to be. I'm gonna say, are they the greatest duo? Of, I consider them to be the greatest duo. Of all yeah, time. duo it's in particular. Yeah. You know, just the one and two. One wasn't successful without the other. You ever put John Stockton in a different team? Oh, dude, imagine, I was thinking about scary, this back dude. in the day, dude. Yeah. If you ever imagine you put John Stockton in Showtime, imagine you switched up John Stockton, Magic Johnson. People really forget John Stockton's abilities, dude. They forget because they see his height or whatever. They forget how tough that he white did. boy was, dude. He he was tough. He, he didn't have the complexion for the connection. I, I'll <laughs> say that straight up. It's this. I'm I'm not lying. No, I've heard you say that before. You know, it's funny. You yeah. didn't have the complexion for the connection, man. I hear you. I and hear that's you. but so I picked the Utah Jazz. I got Stockton and Malone. You picked the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Which you totally went against my advice. Uh-huh. Which I was just like, yeah, man, you this is me was just shooting a bunch of them off. Like, cause yeah. I already I just went and picked who I picked. I already know who I was gonna yeah, get. Yeah. So I went straight to Utah, the Utah Jazz. And I told I was telling Isaiah I was like, yeah, you got a uh, Terry Porter, Clyde Drexler in Portland, you got uh, Camp and Payton good. over in Seattle. Um, good options. He could even went options. to Mark Jackson and Patrick Ewing in New yeah. York, you know, represent the Knicks real quick. But he went he went to the central the central division. He went he picked the Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. I changed it up a little bit because yeah. usually I would go with Lakers, you know, or I'd maybe look I would look at the Bulls maybe Pippen okay. pair Pippen with somebody. Yeah. Pippen, Steve Kerr. I even thought about Mullen. I was close on Mullen, but then I was like, no. Oh, Golden State? Yeah, yeah you could have went Tim Hardaway, that. Chris Mullen, or Mitch Richmond. Chris Mullen, that would have been cool there. Hardaway? I almost went with Hardaway, too. And uh, I forgot who he was paired with. But I thought Hardaway and good... Shaq? Mm, I don't think it was Shaq. It was somebody oh, else. I think. I forgot. But yeah. anyways, Reggie Miller was my guy. Pete yeah, Reggie dude. Miller, man. He... You... You almost you almost cracked open eighty one with that guy. I think you had him at. <laughs> I have the stat line still. Full court case Kobe on you. This, yeah. <laughs> Kobe always had this crazy game every time he. Yo, every yeah, time he had to fly out from Denver because of his court hearings. Yeah, like he'd always light people up for forty. Tickets. Like that's when he's pissed. <laughs> that's when you want to get those tickets. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was the first the first half. It was you know us trying to get a feel for everything, get the yeah, controllers right. What's pass? What's shoot? Right. But then after that, quarters after two through we two through yeah. four, yeah, it was war. It was kind of looking like modern day basketball, dude, because we were shooting threes, like, <laughs> yeah, we were throwing threes from like we were going you know, against the game's programming, right, right. We were Instead of NBA it Jam, all threes. <laughs> Just, there was nothing Jam of the na- nature. <laughs> So tell me Nothing why, jam at all. So tell me why Mark's using John Stockton for the majority of the time, you know, and fast forward. Now it's it's crunch time, right? Like it's getting close and I hit a bucket that like put me over a little bit. Yeah. And so Mark has has the last he has the last uh, 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 possession. possession. And so he passes it. I don't know whether it was intentional or not. He passes it to Malone. And Malone's Malone wide scored, open. He hasn't scored the entire game. Like he scored maybe one one dunk, maybe. But this 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 opportunity he has now is like almost the only time he scores. And on top of that, he goes up for a dunk. I'm trying to pack it. He does this crazy ass spin. Like I'm literally he did like a Tony Hawk nine hundred like spin in the air and like dunks it all crazy, right? And so I'm like, what? Like how that indefensible. Was just so I was left speechless because here this guy wasn't scoring at all throughout the whole game, and this last play 
for yeah. the glory. Yeah. Carl Malone with this crazy sick, and I've never seen that spin ever <laughs> yeah. done in the game. I wanted stupid. to break that rim. Like <laughs> you could break the rim in NBA Jam, but yeah. with uh, with what Carl was doing, man. <laughs> That's just the one too. So I clutch. always use the jazz, that was bro. So clutch, dude. And like you said, like it, it, you would, ha- you couldn't write that. That was like the the most way you would have it. Where Stockton would pass it. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we capped it off. And yeah. granted, we were like after Turtles in Time because Turtles in Time you spend 40, 50 minutes to beat right, the game. We were into it. Yeah. So this was one of those things that got the juices flowing again, and I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to play some NBA Jam. Like we got really awake for that. And then, uh, yeah, then after that, we just politicked for a little bit. Yeah. That was it. But that was good playing some NBA John because it's been a minute since I played as well. Yeah, you're going to have to keep bringing that, man. Yeah, dude, it's just classic, man. That's why... That's why I wanted to to get that Super Nintendo. Man, that was I a capital like idea, to, bro. I have to have Cause that because you got that. Now you have the uh, the Nintendo sixty four with the same uh, yeah, the with same a different EverDrive. type of EverDrive too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, yeah. I remember trying to put N sixty four ROMs on my phone. Damn. But having just imagine you seen the layout of the of the N sixty four controller <laughs> crazy, yeah. available as like a pa- like on your phone. As, yeah, this never works. Like yeah. you, it will never <laughs> stuff like that would never happen. Like on like st- side scrolling games, like the the stuff on Super Nintendo yeah. and like you could play Mario, you could play Tetris, but like trying to play Super Mario sixty four on your phone <laughs> without the controller <laughs> yeah. adapter or anything that's right. insane. Yeah, definitely. That's insane. extra. So yeah, so we did that and man, dude, don't ever try to don't ever get my competitive juices going again, dude. I needed a rematch, but you were lucky. It was tired. I was already yeah. tired, bro. We nah, were out. You know, I think. I think. You know. I don't think we're ever. I think I have to like stay on top. Feels nice, you know. Reggie standing Miller at the top. was putting on a clinic, though. He was, man. He was putting on a clinic. But that was his forte back in the day, too, man. <laughs> really was, know, he was all time leader of three points, three pointers made. He yeah, really even paved in his the way, man. Twelfth season, yeah, I think he played eighteen total. At the time, watching Reggie Miller, I was young, but watching him, I was just like, "Dang, this fool has a shot from the outside." Yeah, and, and I never not, seen, not a lot of people were doing seen, that. Yeah, I never seen that yet. And then Ray, and then Ray Allen, Allen shows came up, on, and I'm like, "Oh wow, Ray Allen's really taking this," you know. Yeah. But it's like these guys paved the way for somebody like Stephen yeah. Curry. Wardell right shows at, up and lights it up. Curry came right at the right time in the right place. He, to like what did he really break that record up. in his eighth or in seventh season? The all time three pointers made. How do you, that is, that pace Nuts. was ungodly, dude. Yeah. When he was 2016, Steph Curry yeah. was a cheat code. Yeah. Straight up. It really was. Another thing I wanted to get to here on Come Sit With Us, Isaiah. It's the 2020 and 2021 vernacular that we've been hearing lately. Okay. I'm I'm a bit of a wordsmith. I know how to, you know, I know how to find find a good word here and there to sure. to describe something. Sure. But dude, if if there's anything that someone tries to describe, if there's one word that people are trying to describe for everything, it's the word vibe. <laughs> vibe this, vibes that. Oh, this is one of those something something type yeah. vibe. Bro, you're killing me, dude. I'm glad that you brought this up, actually. Like, like I feel like pick this would up a be thesaurus. a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, what to is... accurately describe 
what you're really feeling instead of just vibe. Yeah, dog. Yeah, I'm vibing right now, bro. What? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like this is the time where you could use you could find a really good word mm-hmm. to describe how you're feeling. And it's like they use vibe. Uh-huh. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like for me for nice. a long time, I'm cooling. That's it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. But dudes are like, nah, man. Like, well, because cooling actually does describe yeah. how you it's are better feeling. than chilling. Cooling. And hey, vibe doing? is, vibe doing, is dog? more. Vibe can go in different directions. Yeah. Like, so this is like, like the, oh, I got a bad vibe out of that. Like, vibe yeah. can go either good or bad, you know? So, like, vibe now, I think, is like the Swiss Army knife of, of slang. For sure, I think people do get lazy and do use the word vibe. Yeah. Because you know, it is a cool word to use. Um, and people, you know, when they post something, they are looking for something to use, a word, and to describe whatever they're posting, right? And sometimes it is very easy to just say vibes. We're not going to disparage anybody from... No, like, of course. Obviously not. You know, I think talking even, about their feelings or displaying how sure, they feel. Sure. Just... <laughs> I like how you're not trying to cover your tracks here. Just, you know, step it up. Sure, sure. You step it up a little bit. Sure. You know. But see, can you really do that? Like, say you post something, and I don't know where you're really, where the source of this topic's coming from for you, but, you know, say somebody does post something, you know, it it would be kind of funny for them to accurately describe in a post, like, exactly what they're feeling. So they try to, you know, maybe not exactly say what they're feeling, but just try to yeah, let push you, the throttle back a little they bit. They want to let you figure out what they're feeling and just say vibes. And you kind of like ah, look at it yeah, and say, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you know, it's like you're guessing, it's like a guessing game. So you're to guess how I'm feeling based right. off of this picture. This is my vibe. <laughs> I just made that right. on my ass, right? Now. I don't know. If that's even, I'm like psychoanalyzing this. I don't even know if that's even accurate. I just pulled that out of my ass, but I think that's what people do it for. And I understand that. But yeah. at the same time, there are moments where you can just kind of be lazy. And like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Dude, I've been just seeing it a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's just. Well, I remember, you know. A lot of uh, East Coast cats are using it too. Like sure. my the, the guy, uh, the guy I usually share that does yeah. those funny skits, J-Cal. Okay. Like, yeah. Nah, we vibing, bro. <laughs> we, just, we just vibing, bro. Like. <laughs> It didn't do start you, with him. Let, let me ask you like, this then. Let me ask you a deeper question then. Do you believe in the whole philosophy of vibrations? And like, is that a real thing? Can you really feel somebody's vibe? I think you can for sure. You know, because there's people that I've seen that are very sketchy where you do feel their vibe. I don't, I don't, I don't see. That's the thing is that I don't think that it's a <laughs> vibrational thing. But I do think it's yeah. more of like reading a person well and like okay. seeing something before. If you've seen the way someone emotionally look like if you've seen the way someone displays their emotion before and it's consistent with who, whatever something someone's doing at that very moment, uh-huh. then you're more than likely you're very safe to assume, excuse me, uh-huh. that. Something may may so well you're happen. So it's not so much the vibe, but more your other senses. Like you're you're seeing senses of what you're seeing, yeah. and you're reading that. Yeah, well, I mean, how long? Up. You know, the human race has been along such a long time. Is like you know we've carried this this um, our subconscious 
our subconsciousness has been transferred over so many times, not us in particular, like our identity, but just the nature of humans, mm-hmm. emotions. A lot of people don't hide their emotions well or like don't ever get into situations where they have to subdue their emotions a little bit. So you could tell yeah, how they look sure. and how they're looking. Sure, sure. You know. You, sure, yeah, yeah. What about, uh, is there ever a moment where. So it's you, never a vibrational thing. Okay. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. But no, okay, so I got you. It's not you. a vibrational thing. It's more like, well, I could read that. I could read what's going on right there. Like, <laughs> the, what, do you, what do you have your fucking palm to the ground? And you're just like. Uh, <laughs> well, remember in, uh, what, what movie was it? Um, uh, oh, what movie is it? Nar- uh, not Narnia. Uh, <laughs> Narnia? No, 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 no. Avatar. Remember Avatar. where they like actually connect their tails and they like fill each other like that way? <laughs> Or something. It was like a vibe. Like, oh, I don't that's know. right. That's right. Or there was like some sort See, of that's ultra vibes. That's stuff that we can't even like. That's <laughs> that. That's feeling someone's consciousness like the lit in the literal sense. Mm-hmm. We're not ready for. All Have that. you ever felt somebody's vibe though? That like maybe they come into a room and you know like screw it all up. They're like very positive, and you like you feel in their vibe. Like I'm not gonna lie, Isaiah. All I would use that back in the day. Uh huh. No, so would I. Just I mean, to, we fall. Just, in this, hey, man, we really, equally fall. Man. We're not any better than anybody. We fell in this boat girl? too. I'm like, man, I really like your vibe. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you'll use that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, when are you ever gonna, you know, when are you ever gonna come across that again? That's mm-hmm. that's moments you gotta capitalize. Mm-hmm. But back to what we're back to what we going on here. Back to what we got going on here. Vibe. What else? What what are, what are the slang words that we have? Oh, okay. You want to tell off of this one? And see? Sheesh, uh, man. What 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 have been hearing? Uh, dead. Dead. I I use I'm in a sarcophagus. I I take it another step. Canceled? I go canceled. I don't know. Does that fall into one? Okay. Well, can canceling people. I think that's like more trend that these. Yeah, that's more kind of current. I guess. Yeah. Wow, man. There are definitely other ones right now, but I'm not really yeah. thinking of other ones that are out there that are kind of like played at this point. But that's good, though. So that means we're not really in tune to what's sure what's it not is. cool, because all yeah. that stuff's not cool. Right, right. <laughs> I don't even think people say cool anymore, bro. Like, no. I, I think I think we're the last of the Mohicans on that one. Sure, but I do try to stop saying some of the '90s phrases that we got like "dope." I try to cut that one out. Oh, you're trying to I'm trying, trying to get to, rid of that completely, huh? I'm trying to because I just feel like that's like an older slang that's not used or that's not considered cool no more. I still so. I still catch myself saying that's a capital idea. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a capital idea. One of my big ones that I got to get rid of is tight that's tight that's also that's, <laughs> that's also gotten you in 90. trouble more than one time though it has though so yeah but but just, it's <laughs> yeah unknowingly like just said it just that's know. tight yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's another one i have to drop uh as well um man there's for sure some other ones bro we're missing them right now but there's for sure some other ones i've tried to stay in my own lane when it came to slang man like like i i if if people start coming around me and start saying, yeah, we were, we were politicking. Like that's when I'll stop saying it. What about it's lit? See, ah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's trash. It's trash. You think? Yeah. Like now you could say, like, you could say if, now, like, if, the, like if in the drinking sense, yeah, that's cool and everything, but it's like for everything, like 
it's lit right here or something like that. Yeah, like something very simple, like that's no little league stuff. Like for like, sure, turn up is old now, right? Turn, turn, yeah, that's old now. That's right? coming. I think that's coming on the twenty year mark, twenty twenty five year mark. Yeah, shout out to the uh, the Yin Yang Twins for that. Cash Money Records too. Yeah, for sure. Dang, mm-hmm. Shorty. Girl, you know, girls don't like to call Shorty. Yo, Shorty, what's up, Shorty? Yeah, never, use I, was that never able to, I was never able to use that one. It just didn't fit my vibe. You see right through it. <laughs> you could tell, like, the, the first time people are, like, really saying this, their yeah, like, new slang tell, word yeah. for the first time, too. Right, true. Yeah, it would totally not fit me to hey, say Shorty. Shorty. Hey, Shorty. Like, greetings, sh- greeting, Shorty. Yeah. I don't think you'd say greetings, though, but that's, that's more my thing. Yeah. Just a... Just a f- screw around with people no there's for sure like yeah there's for sure phrases like that that just kind of seem lazy you know and vibe uh, vibes extremely lazy yeah i think it's extremely lazy right people i think for a moment it probably was cool yeah because oh uh, really yeah yeah it, it was hot for a minute yeah it wasn't really used so a lot before like we didn't use that word a whole lot we knew of it we knew it was there but then people like overdid it, you know, and that's yeah. that's what makes it uncool at that point when it gets like overplayed out now. So, yeah, yeah. The word in like everybody's throwing throwing around anxiety a lot because mm-hmm. of like mental. Um, well, uh, see, that's another thing too. But I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not touching anxiety and depression with the ten foot pole yeah. on this episode. But it's like people people throw around anxiety like it's. Like it's uh like it's a common thing, you know. It's like, oh, I get so much anxiety when I see this, and it's like a mess on the floor. Like, no, fucker, clean it up. That that'll that'll cure up the anxiety real quick. No, sure, it's been a lot more uh, brought into, I guess, the limelight of it being a bigger issue than right. And I can't say, I really don't well, know. We're not in a position to even, yeah, I can't really say this is come sit with yes us. This isn't no. come psychoanalyze with but us. We can say, is it, is it, are there people that are, you know, maybe I can't even, how do I say that in the right way? Using it in its improper context, maybe sure. Yeah. That probably does happen. You know, um, uh, but it's kind of hard to split split what what's yeah I hear real you. and what's not on that one because it's like uh, well I'm trying to get real and come sit with us, <laughs> homie. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. That show was so legit for a kids show. That show was like legit uh, kids Saturday Night Live, basically. Yeah, yeah, that show was Nickelodeon was hot for that for that time being. All bro. that. I we still we we still for that. You used to say all that a lot. I did say all that. <laughs> you know a what? Lot. Let's You're let's start. Right. You did. You did. To, yeah. You started. You said all, all, and then you know what? All that. Yeah, I did say that a lot. Back in the day, too, we used to throw ultra in front of everything. Who me? No me. Oh, oh dude, I, I'll roast myself, bro. Oh, I used okay. to be like, oh, yo, that's ultra this, ultra that. I like, used to say super, like, oh, that's super something something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Shows that everything sure just like, it's all going to come full circle. There are people cooling's going to come back. I'm just, I'm just rooting for it, I guess. I, I believe that one could come back for sure. It needs, it definitely needs a period of like, 
Because that could replace vibing. You know what? Maybe that's what it was. Like maybe that's what. <laughs> that's I'm, why. That's why I'm pissed off. That's maybe because Coolin's not bad. Because it replaced Coolin. Yeah. Because because in that in that movie Cool as Ice, mm-hmm. um, Vanilla Ice says that he's like, oh don't mind me I'm just Coolin. <laughs> and I'm just like bro like he's that's when he that's when he basically <laughs> sure. came with came uh, introduced himself to that chick again. Yeah, in that scene where he, and then he like disses him and yeah. disses his uh, her boyfriend right I can't in front of him and watch that episode. <laughs> like I can't unwatch that, dude. You only watched half an hour of that. I only did watch it, and yeah. I was supposed to watch, leave. You I was watch actually supposed shebang. to leave before that even started, but oh, I was so, you were being generous. I appreciate. No, that. I was so like uh, dumbfounded by what was going on that like I had to continue watching. To <laughs> How about see, the big like, surprise where that fool was wearing the glasses I wear? <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I was like, dude, don't you have those glasses? I was like, those are the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> people know what we're talking about, right? That's we're talking cool about. Cool as vanilla. ice. Yeah, cool as Cinema ice. Cinema classic. Yeah, oh yeah, people. Ice. People that know me, and they know. They, that they know about it. Yeah, yeah. They know about it, but yeah. to those people that uninitiated, cool as ice. Really quickly, um, during the 1990s when Vanilla Ice came out with the hit Ice Ice Baby, it was uh, the guy was like, you couldn't, you could. It was him and Hammer. Like MC Hammer Vanilla Ice for like two to three years, hot. Like New Kids on the Block, hot, that hot. Like this fool had his own Barbie doll. Hammer, I think, probably did too, but so they decided to give him a movie. <laughs> Universal bought the rights to a movie to to see if Vanilla Ice was gonna be an actor, and then they had this movie called Cool as Ice. And it is terrible. Directed by this guy who did the new, uh, the, uh, the 2002 Inspector Gadget or 2001. Really interesting. You remember uh, Inspector Gadget with Matthew Broderick? Yeah, I do. Remember David that. Kellogg he directed Cool as Ice. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. No, trust me. <laughs> this is one of those things where it's like I it's don't have the shit written down. It's one of those bad movies down. that are good. So if you're into like bad movies that are good, you oh, haven't yes. seen this one. Oh yes, this is like the room. This is this the is one the room. Watch. Good. That's bad. That's good. Yes. It's so bad. It's good. And um, it's funny that so that the house that I that the chicks at yeah. that's in Glendora. Oh yeah, I remember you telling so, me. So yeah, this. you actually they, got to see that. Yeah, house too. so that's the house crazy. is still exactly like that. Yeah, that is it is crazy. insane. That other house isn't you know like that crazy house with the globe and the yeah. painting. Yeah, that's yeah. not there anymore. Mm. Yeah, but that other house is like <clears throat> still. I just I just realized you know uh, that the Back to the Future sign the Twin Pine Mall, whatever, that that's actually right there at the Brea that, Mall. Yeah, that's at the Brea Mall, yeah. I did not know that until, like, recently. I just yeah. found that out. You got to make a field trip out there, man, because that, yeah. that, that I went there. They have there. it blocked out right now because because um, of COVID or whatever. Hmm. But I guess they brought the sign inside the mall Yeah, the, the sign's inside. Yeah. yeah. I knew you knew that. That's what's funny. It's like I already knew you well, knew I'm that. Well, I'm trying to take, the, I'm to take my, <laughs> I'm trying to take my Prius out there to 88 miles an hour. Yeah. I'm all dead serious. <laughs> Can I hang on the back of your like trunk with like a hoverboard or something or Segway or something? You know what's funny about Back to the Future? Like the way that Robert Zemeckis was able to trick everybody into thinking that that tunnel that uh, Michael J. Fox and Biff Tannen were going through is super long. Mm-hmm. The, that That's the same tunnel that you get to the Griffith Observatory. And how quick is that tunnel? You, you know, the, the same tunnel. it's yeah. like 
It is the same tunnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same okay. tunnel, but like, how short is it? Very short. They made yeah. it look like it was like this long ass <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> That's so amazing. Like, cause, cause homeboy's pedaling on the hoverboard, yeah. all like Marty's pedaling on the hoverboard, trying right. to get away from Biff. Yeah, there's a lot going on right there <laughs> yeah. in that tunnel. It's like, dude, how long yeah. is this tunnel? That's funny, dude. Yeah, man, the the the, the magic of uh, cinema. Yeah, the magic of cinema. It's uh, cinema is amazing, dude. I think you can learn a lot from cinema. Actually, you know, yeah. people, I think, kind of don't really bring the culture of the times. Yeah. That's why a lot of, I don't think a lot of movies should get canceled or like edited. Like you're all, if, if you're going to find, or if if you're going to think something's well, what about Disney? What does Disney do when people find like, you know, song of the sexual, the sexual like things put subliminally inside these movies. Like Like, let's say the little mermaid, they had like a dildo thing in there. Oh, in the front cover. Yeah, Yeah. So like, you know, they, they edited that out or whatever now, or when the priest had like a boner or whatever, when they're getting married. So they edited that out like that. You're okay with though, but, or do you feel like they should just leave? So those kind of stuff. So stuff where they leave stuff deliberately in. Yeah. What are you going to do? Sure. Like, so it's, it's within your right to delete it. If you're doing Disney plus again, that's not me. Right. But in the instance where, we're doing a, a piece on the 1920s yeah. or a piece in the uh, Civil War piece. Uh-huh. We all know that there's going to be slavery. There's going yeah, to be issues be of that nature. Yeah. It's all going to be charged. I guess a good one to bring up to you would be, um, uh, what's that movie? Um, what, Glory? Close. Uh, Casablanca. The one, about Civil War, the one about the Civil War um, has wind in it. Oh, um where's wind in it the one i want you to watch it's like four hours long but it's uh gone with the wind gone with the wind there you go that's what that's one oh yeah so it has it has what's her name it has in it it has what's her name i totally understand it it's just that when you watch the movie it it, it's hard to really put into words right now i don't feel like i can articulate that right right. now but so the but the thing is is that you can't really put disclaim. You know, you, you could put disclaimers if you want, but yeah. just don't cancel the flick. Mm-hmm. Don't like say, "Oh, okay, this is I a race from saying. cinema." No, no, no. This is a preservation of cinema history. Like, mm. granted, it's not done distastefully. None of it's sure. none of it's done in, in like a way. Yeah, maybe the plot centers around maybe an issue with someone of color during the 1920s. Hey, that's that's part of that's part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But this is it. This is what this is what it was. This is that this is that time encapsulated right there. But why are you trying to deviate from that? Yeah, the it's only one thing, of those things. Dude. It's, it's one of the things that I feel like it might be different though. If if you know what it has in there still is still depicted in such a way where it's still it might empower still people who don't understand or that right. it's not meant to to promote that you know in that right. sense where people might take it that way even though it's not meant to be yeah that it's, way. and most of that most of those good films aren't interpreting those yeah. as, as, as something hateful no like, it's just a factor of the times like i don't feel like gone with the wind did promote that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i felt like it had that in there although i don't feel like it was saying that necessarily that you know 
that was right. I feel like it was doing a very good job of actually portraying the characters in the opposite perspective. Right. But it could still be taken wrong for a viewer who might have a stronger belief on that one side and might not actually be able to interpret that correctly, you know? So I do feel like that can happen too. Um, I think gone with the wind is a perfect subject of one that is kind of that one that could be what quote unquote canceled, but it's also uh, a movie that is, I feel like that movie was an awesome movie um, for what it did. Just the experience of that movie. But it's also one that could, and I would understand why it would be canceled too. So that one's a tricky one right there. That one's, I think, a prime example. So what are we going to do with the magnitude of that film that needs, we need those examples. True. We need. True. my, my My stance on it is that it's centered around this particular moment in, in time and it is what it is on that end to me yeah you know and to yeah. me history needs to preserve all that granted mm-hmm. you know you don't need to preserve any of the distasteful blatantly racist sure. things like a right. like racist blackface action figures stuff of those times yeah. Sim- in the similar time you know Casablanca could have had something of that nature there but could have yeah could have too but they did it, it did. and no. you know, so so they so people are still within that film were able to dis- discern what's done tastefully even during those times. Yeah, because we could easily say some Disney movies like Aladdin, you know, was kind of using right, you know, uh, characters that are, um, I guess, uh, Ste- stereotypical, stereotypical, right? right? So in some senses, yeah, we can easily go there, yeah, as well. So. Um, yeah, it's always a. I feel like sometimes the lines get a little blurred in those kind of cases because those are very uh, sensitive. Also, you know, things that right. It's very and, blurred sometimes on you know what's right or what's wrong in that scenario. And I don't even want to give fuel to the fire in terms of this cancellation stuff. I I feel like when when I started hearing that people were trying to cancel Eminem. That's when I lost my mind. I was like, no, like, we're not going to do that at all. Like, you guys, if you guys are barely getting on to Eminem stuff now, you guys are too late. Because we seriously went through it. He's already dealt with that stuff in the in the, in the the 90s to 2000s. Yeah. Like, the Slim Shady LP, we already went through those hurdles. Right, right. You know? And it's, it's crazy like, now, he, too. He doesn't have, it's like double jeopardy. Like, he's already yeah, went through true. that crap. You know, it's crazy, too, because we realize the difference in times now. Because when that came out... It was already kind of an issue, but it wasn't an issue issue like yeah. it would be today. Like if right. he came out with the Eminem LP it, there today. There would be no Eminem today. No. That, he like, no Slim Shady at all. He would have been canceled right off yeah, the get. Like he would he would be in the same category as Necro. Like the yeah. rapper Necro. Right. Straight up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's amazing to see the difference in our culture now compared to then. You know, because at that point in time, it was a controversy. We can't say that Eminem yeah. wasn't a controversy. He was a controversy. Yeah. Um, sure, parents did not like him, but nobody canceled him. You know, and now the difference is like if an artist comes out today, the younger culture is kind of more in charge than the parents. 
Yeah. You know, before it was more of the parents in charge and they were just upset. They just didn't let their kids listen to it. Oh, dude, you bring up a good point. Now it's the people that now it's like actually have the powers through social media to do this actually counsel you, which is crazy. It's so dumb, dude. Yeah, it it is. I'm over it. It is crazy because then we would lose an artist such as Eminem. I mean, I don't. Eminem on his worst day, he said in his in his his diss, you know, on his worst day, he's like tripling, quadrupling numbers of, you know, of other artists that are out there on his worst day, which is crazy, dude. Um, I love him, man. I I don't want to see him cancel because it's like, dude, he's already dealt with that. Like you're trying to resurrect something that's almost an issue that's almost twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah. M's already done. Been it's like done people that. trying to cancel John Wayne, but John Wayne's dead. Like. What are you oh gonna do, gosh. like John Wayne? John Wayne is bad. Like, what is he gonna do? You like, yes, you know that that and that was the day and age. That's what the times he lived in. Like, how are you gonna counsel him now? He's dead. The guy's in the grave. Like, what are you yeah. gonna do now? Like, you know. Um, so yeah, and we, I was showing you that TikTok. Remember that video that was showing you? Oh like, yeah, that guy could have canceled everything in yeah, Target. Everything, like, every toy could be canceled. It had to relate to any, like it related to something. You know, everything related. to Selective something. cancellation is my issue, mm. and when it's like, when Chris Brown mm-hmm. still making songs, a lot of yeah. people are down with it. But oh, oh yeah. well, <laughs> he did yeah. a number on Rihanna. Right. right. No right. one. No, no one's saying nothing. No now. one where's says nothing else? on that one. Yeah, where's everybody at? You know, you know uh, yeah, that's true. But it's 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 ridiculous at points, man. It is true. The selective counseling. Yeah, that's like that's what who it we is. mad at today. Yeah, like kids in the fifteen, you know, fifteen, eighteen year olds. Who we mad at today? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like one of those issues where it's like kids get handed everything to them, like. A smartphone. They're literally given a small computer at, at 10, age, bro. 12 years old. Like, when did we get, young age, when bro. did I get my first smartphone? Like 20? 20 something? Yeah. Right. Because your first phone was a flip phone. Oh Probably my the gosh. Now, like right now, on this phone that I have, I'm f- flipping stuff on eBay, going up, checking stocks, you checking this. Like, everything. I'm, you can do everything. I'm doing everything related to what I got to do to before, thrive. Before, it was just like a text or. You know, uh, or picture, maybe. Yeah. You know, so yeah, definite game changer for sure on what we're empowered now to do. And these platforms that we got, we now. And all what realize- are people doing with these phones? Just can't trying to cancel <laughs> one of the best rappers of all time. There you go. Sheesh, man! There always trying go. to blame. Always trying to blame someone else for their problems. I don't know. Uh, it's like the centralization know, of their frustration goes to whoever they're canceling. Is this growing to be something like you think? Maybe this cancel culture is it growing to be a bigger problem? Or do Dog, you see they got rid of fizzle? they got rid of Aunt Jemima and she didn't even do anything. Like <laughs> on God, like Aunt Jemima was a, an actual uh, like literal spokes for spokesperson for Betty Crocker. Mister Potato Head was another one that they dude when they show, dude. When they tried to cancel Mr. Potato Head, I was like, you got to be kidding me. This dude's like an inanimate object. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. This fool's a potato, like, yeah. not existing. You literally shove things in, this, in the potato. Yeah. A plastic one at that. An inanimate object. You know, I, I heard somebody say that they believe that, though, this is really, uh, really caused by corporations, though. And I think that was a good point. You know, corporations. For, for what? Media attention? Sort the wrong of kind to show that they're kind of doing 
they're being proactive in these times to being aware or sensitive to those type of things. And I feel, but there's that, no, that, but that there's no, point, though, that there's no revenue in that. No, but corporations, you know, I think want to have the right image or look or it be shown to be proactive and taking like small steps to like show that they right. are more uh, open or understanding to things. So I definitely think it makes sense because anything for that's going to enhance their franchise, especially oh, in you know how much money Mr. Potato Head's made no, and they're I trying to imagine. cancel that. Nah, no, I can't imagine though. Yeah. Mattel's like, hell no. Like, that's why they didn't even cancel it. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to get mad at <laughs> fucking potato? Like, not even a real one. It's all, but the toy, bro. Like, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted, befuddled, thunderstruck. Well, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a, it's a, I think um, that is a result of. Things coming coming down more to the fact of like the gender the gender thing basically that you know oh. people can change genders and do this stuff and that and it's really kind of breaking away from the traditional. So they idea just want a neutral potato head. The idea, yeah, because now it's like tradition is, is we're being we're we're breaking away really from our traditions of society of man and a woman, you know relationship now it's more kind of open so whatever you want culture is slowly catching up to that and bringing breaking those little things that we're used to and you know right now it's a little culture shock for some people right but it's kind of a result of that i think that we're slowly breaking away from that too I, i want that same energy about issues done to solar energy Sure. Done to solar sure, energy. Definitely. Done the to the electric but then, car. But then you have politics in that, right. which gets in the way and slows things down. You know. Yeah, so, you know what? A good example of that Jimmy Carter put solar panels on the White House. Yeah. And Reagan took them down yeah, as soon as he was right in that. office. Yeah. It's like a pendulum. Um, it just it swings one way and swings back the other way. It's right. Like, it's hard. It's very slow moving. You know. Unfortunately. You can't win them all, Isaiah. And because of that, I feel like. I don't know if we're going on bigger topics now, but I feel like, you know, America is going to be trailing because of that, because, you know, we got our head up our ass because other countries are more progressing now because we're too busy arguing with each other. Yeah, but see, we what we have to deal with is this population that because we're such a patriotic country. Yeah, that a lot of people think that their ideas and their their policies are the more important ones. Sure. Why? Because we're more individualistic right. than, than, than a other. lot of other countries that are smaller, smaller populations, but they think more on the whole scale for the benefit of the country. We're not like that because as a melting pot, see, that's, yeah. that's the give and take of being a melting pot. Right. Being a melting pot with different races and different cultures gives us the disadvantage because we're not going to have this that, one united yeah, idea. Exactly. But, when we do come into face adversity, such as some sort of big trial, foreign enemy overseas or something, 
I believe that moment, like of 9-11, that is when we will all unite. And then at that point, that's when America is at its strongest. Isaiah, you're proposing that we need 9-11 to start and spark this patriotic movement? Unfortunately, I'm saying that is when we all unite. And that's... Yeah, I've we never seen at, so many we American flags yeah. hanging out of cars to replace the Laker oh, flags. Yeah, and imagine that today. Like now it's like no. almost you can't put out American flags because so it almost represents so, something different. People are so anti-American in america it's so hilarious yeah because of but, what it's but it no represents. one wants to no one wants to ever immigrate out sure yeah oh you don't want to leave talking all this smack about america yeah go go ahead peace out head over to canada immigrate but see i think that symbol is interpreted in so many different ways to other people who look at it though like Dude. when i did the last episode on the deep end about malcolm x and stuff and when i was talking about you know, the history that lies within the statues and stuff that are out there and these pictures of in images in the white house of John C. Calhoun and, and Andrew Jackson, these are all people who've, you know, promoted, you know, slavery and that it was a good thing. And it's almost like people still carry that same idealism today and they still use they still use the statues and these buildings, these architecture types as a backdrop right. of that idea. To, and to reinforce it. To it's kind of like the it. it's the Confederate flag. Sure. And people are like, why can I have the Confederate flag? It's right. Like, testament, testament of my ancestors and my history. It's like, bro, no. Yeah. It's almost like, and then that's that's also where I led into like, you know, the right wing, the, the super right wing, alt-right, as you call it, is another label that white supremacists have taken on. Right. You know, so it's a, in a way to enforce it. So there's like a different look, a different interpretation when somebody looks at the flag now that they don't see it as America, you know, uh, scars. We're all united. They see it as, you know, people are uh, taking that like um, nationalism. Right. I guess is the best way I could say it. When I, um, nationalism. when I, after the whole presidency of Donald Trump was finished, which was a quick yeah. four years. Yeah, it very was. quick. It was. Um, it was a lot, though. That I thought happened. this crap was all going to just like stop, like this whole. Either you're it super seemed... Republican or like you're you're almost cornering on the on the opposite end of socialism. Yeah. And with. And and what I've came to the conclusion of is people who are on heavy on opposite ends of those spectrums, whether Republican or super super Democratic. Don't know shit about politics. But from what I got out of that is like now it's like I'm seeing all the social media posts like, oh, just because we change presidents doesn't mean these issues stop. I'm like, oh, my God. So there's more. Jesus, like I thought we were done with the like this so-called we racist wanna, president. We I thought we just finished. Like, we kind of want to breathe there for sure. And I agree with you. Me being Republican, fuck. you know, I I even agree with you that there was just a lot of high tense, you know, things going on. It's eased down a bit. Yeah, there was but a lot going it's on still everywhere. just like now the Republicans are pissed. <clears throat> they are pissed. But you know what? We I would say, and I can't say we because I'm not part of that upper echelon of Republican either. No. You know, I'm just an average guy that's Republican for my own reasons. But, um, and I'm a moderate, very moderate Republican because I criticize even the Republican side. But uh, what I'm saying is that, you know, they're pissed, but they are the ones that kind of caused this. So <laughs> they should be pissed at themselves, you know? Oh, yes, so, you're right. You're right. So, you know, what can you do? Like, 
it, it, I think Republicans are in a very bad position right now. And I don't know how you really recover out of that position because Trump basically screwed them over. Oh, yeah. He, time, the guy know? got his he's, literally got yeah. his. Yeah. Wiped his hands clean after this term. Yeah. He bounced. Mm-hmm. Try to real try to run again one time. I, I really don't yeah. think he's of age to try it again. No, and I don't. He's not he's see literally that almost the same age as Bernie Sanders. At this point, his his he's the his, oldest president ever. He, he is so tarnished right now, and he's lucky he didn't get impeached. Um, to be historically to be historically, to be tried twice yeah. for impeachment. Now that is going to be in the record that he was tried twice for impeachment. However, him being impeached would have been a whole different league of tarnished legacies just to oh, be yeah. impeached impeached you know because yeah. that would have been the first president ever yes. to ever be impeached impeached um so that would have been a whole different thing he's lucky he didn't get that but right now he he's so tarnished so trash right now like even republicans don't like him i think dude he's been out of the office, limelight for a cool minute dude yeah. i haven't he's heard been forced. of him he's had to he's i'm he's, a, him uh, you know him and his son yeah he's he's um exiled socially <laughs> right so yeah, for sure. He Dang, he's taking the Napoleon route. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, I believe that, you know, we won't, I think you think we he's learned a run lesson again? though. I think we learned a lesson as a country. I don't think oh, we'll ever have somebody yeah, as we polarizing as that guy. <laughs> for sure. Dude, I can't believe we were, we, I knew exactly where I was election night. You, you and I were yeah, both we there were both and we were there, just yeah. like sipping beers and realizing, wow, this reality star is really going to get. The president of the United States. He came at the right place at the right time because there was uh, a sentiment of people who did feel, who didn't, who didn't like the way Obama was leading things or didn't perceive that in right. the right way. So there was that feeling. Uh, and again, though, this all has to do with, you know, perception and interpretation to how things are what's really going down and right. that's very hard to sort out in politics you know that's very hard to sort out so i don't think we'll ever have anybody as polarizing as him again though dude it might be a while for when, that ever when someone looks at the hall of presidents and they see his eight by ten right there they're gonna be like they might take it did, down did someone put this as a gag yeah because they're not gonna ever believe that we actually got some nyc you know, brought up millionaire from his dad's from his dad's funds, yeah, into the White House. But it was more the Republican ticket was so thin. No one was gonna, no one was gonna put on Ted Cruz. It was more know, along dude. the lines of he like could have been pretty serious, dude. So if he, anyone, he if anyone can imagine this, picture, picture the you know, picture Donald Trump on a rug, and mm-hmm. someone whiplashes the rug. Mm-hmm. To where it's like he's shot up to the very front of the rug. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah. was one of those things where that's how the Republican race was. Because no one was going to stand up to like. It, at, well, I don't think anybody could really. Beat he showed him up on the debate. ticket to where it could have just been a popularity contest and he wins. And you know what the problem with he did. this? And this is what I also talked about on the deep end is that like people aren't. People. A lot of people didn't get it. A lot of people actually took his bait in which was. Go 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 down low with him, and and he wins. Sink that. to his level. Sink to his level. Thank you. He wins that. He wins that every time. You sink to his level. That's what he's greatest at. But the thing with Biden was Biden didn't sink to his level. You know, and I think that's the difference here. Is like and once you saw the contrast of yeah, that. Once you saw the contrast of that, Biden all day. 
Yeah. And that's all that mattered at that point. It's, it's uh, and that's why I was learning the word referendum. It was and he, Biden didn't have to sell himself on what he was going to do. All he was like, "You want that guy? You want me?" That was yeah. it. That was all he had. That, to do. that and that's the smartest campaign because you're not gonna commit to anything crazy. You're not gonna be like George Bush, read my lips, no more new taxes. You're not gonna put on some crazy like precedent before you get elected that exactly. you really won't realistically f- fulfill. Right. Right. Before we get more heated here, <laughs> we, really, we really went on come, right on come sit with us. Um, you'll be able to hear more topics along the same vein of this on uh, Isaiah's more politically charged show, uh, The Deep End. At least the last episode is for sure. Yeah. Available on The Deep End. You'll be able to find those. Isaiah's. Last episode was really well done. Like I, I enjoyed it listening when I was doing uh, my assignments out there on the field at work. Um, but yeah, man, just make sure you guys end up hearing uh, Isaiah's uh, podcast uh, podcast channel, The Deep End. Thank you, and you can find it on the deep end dot uh, deep the deep end dot com. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And if you guys ever um, the deep end pod dot com, excuse me. If you guys are ever so inclined, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Instagram at come dot sit with us. Though we don't update that uh, account regularly, you'll be able to um, just be a part of the action. Know, yeah. know where to go just in case you need to like re-upload the podcast channel. Find right. out where we need to be, you know, like or even give us ideas or feedback on something. Yeah, of you know? course, you know. So this is one of those potpourri episodes where anything could come up, and you know, <laughs> everybody's a target. Yeah. Whether you're the word vibe, whether you're. <laughs> <laughs> whether you're Ray Leonard us criticizing uh, the fight with you and Marvin Hagler, uh, yeah. you know, whether you're the cancel culture, which I detest sure. wholeheartedly. Um, everyone was a target today Pretty here much. on the potpourri episodes. You know Pretty what? Much. Because of April, we were made the two fools uh-huh. on April. In, in a sense. That's what it turned out to be. Yeah, but you know, I'd rather be a fool. <laughs> Forget it. I'm a, fool you, but I'm a, but I'm a straight up fool. You know, You're a fool this in is love. that's what you are. I that is true, but you know, this is you know, as you know, April Fool's April Fool's Day is one of those days. You know, it's like one of those really racially charged Chicano holidays next to Veteranos Day. Sure, got to remember that. Yeah, originally April Fool's Day was just a really popular Cholo holiday until people started calling them fools. April Fool's Day. Just remember that, guys. It's a moment of history that no one's really going to teach you. So that and Veteranos Day. So all the real veteranos on the street. That's what you learn from here. Yeah, you really learn all the educating topics here on Come Sit With Us. (laughs) Um, In closing, again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Come Sit With Us. We're 29 episodes deep. And you know what? As you could tell, as you're hearing through your headphones or through your speaker, you're like, fuck. Mark and Isaiah are just all stars doing this. Um, Not that much extensive (laughs) podcast experience myself, but yes, I do dabble and I have dabbled since uh, 2015, 2016. I've been doing this, doing this for a while. And uh, I think I'm getting more and more used to not having uh, segments. I think I just want to start doing come sit with us as pure potpourri. But you know, it's great though when you do have segments, because then that's what allows us the more freedom to then venture up, but also come back to earth, you know, a little bit. 
Oh man, we were we were intergalactic if we yeah, didn't I think we this episode. <laughs> we didn't come back to Earth at all. Yeah, Houston's still trying to contact us. Like Houston, yeah, uh, we know. lost them, guys. Houston's at the Kennedy Space Center. It's like, yeah, we lost Isaiah Marco halfway into the first segment. <laughs> um, in closing, guys, again, just want to thank you guys for tuning in to come sit with us. I'm Mark Flores. And I'm Isaiah Martinez. And most importantly, be well. Thank you.